Hi, everyone. I'm Laurel Simmons, and I'm your host for the Right Club podcast. And today, my co-host is Catherine Nelson-Riley. Catherine, we have Lee Kwa today, who has been a attendee of in-person live Right Club events. And she's got a really cool story, doesn't she? Absolutely. It's amazing. She began her journey back in 2017, just taking a uh, Rich Dad course, something that she had found that really opened her eyes. And then she caught the bug of learning to educate herself and with the right club being a very big part of it, which was awesome to hear how we've, we've been a part of her journey. And so she's not just, you know, she didn't stop with her first, her, well, which her first, which was a a multiplex four-unit residential building, but she's gone on to infill development and cottage and other other properties. So she's just moving ahead and growing her portfolio. And she's got, I think, plans for the future that are going to be really interesting. But we're not going to spill the beans here. I suggest that we go and listen to the interview. Absolutely. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. Hello, Lichi, and welcome to the Right Club Podcast. We're really pleased to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm so honored to be sitting here today. Thank you. Now you've had quite a quite a journey, I guess, in real estate investing. Can you take us through how you started your real estate investing journey? Oh yes. So I was actually a accidental real estate investor. So my very funny story back in 2017, I saw this Rich Dad seminar on my Facebook ad, and I thought I'm gonna see Robert Kiyosaki in person. So that's why I signed up for this free seminar. Um, to my disappointment, he never showed up in person. But to my surprise that I learned so much about real, real estate investing, it, it, the seminar totally opened up my world. Back prior to this seminar, I always thought that investing is for stock trading or if you do investment, real estate investments, always for people who has tons of money. Um, that people like us that was nine to five job could never do. But after that seminar, it totally opened my world. It opened my vision that I can do so much. And from that seminar, I started my real estate investment journey. And yeah, here I am. And it's a different, I'm a different person now after I started this, after I went on this journey. So how long did it take you to actually really get into real estate investing? Because you know, it's one thing to take a course and a, lot right. do, and, but, and a lot of people never do anything, right? They just think about it or they read something else. That's just human nature, right? What steps did you take? Can you tell us, like, what did you do and when did you do it? Okay. Yeah. So after I took that course, I was very excited, but I was just in... It, it would be too dangerous for me to start everything on my own. So I read a lot of books. I went to a different seminar from a different perspective. And I listened to a lot of um, podcasts and YouTube videos. Um, and I met, I, I, and also the most important thing is I did a lot of networking in my, in the city that I want to invest in. So I located in Niagara region. So I heavily go to different social groups. And the Right Club was one of them. 
So it was about eight months after I purchased my first investment property. It was a multifamily. It was a fourplex in Niagara region. So that purchase was through a realtor that I met during the networking event. So, wow, you went into, like, you jumped in because it's really interesting. A lot of people just, they start by buying, uh, investing in their, in, in a single property, right? A single right. family home. And you yeah. went into a multifamily. Why did you decide to use, do that? Because cash flow was the thing that I uh, want to focus on. And I figured that the multifamily is probably the best strategy that can help me to achieve my goal. And so what have you got now? Like that was your very first. Then what happened? Because I'm really curious. Well, tell, tell us about how you did this and where you are now. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited to share my story with you. So I start off with a four plus. Um, back then we had a little bit of savings. So we put down 10% for that property. And after that, we realized we didn't have enough capital. So what we did is we did a blur. So we bought, we rental, we refinance. And to close off that property, we didn't have enough capital and the property was not, uh, it was a distressed property. So the bank didn't even want to finance us. So we jumped onto a private lending. So we refinanced a hundred percent private money to close off this property. And we also put a lot of renovation into this property using credit cards, line of credit, all of these borrow funds to fund the renovation. After five months, we reappraised the property and we re refinanced the money out and we paid off the private loan, paid off all the renovation costs. And we also had a 20% equity in this property. And yeah, and that's how we started the second property. And we just keep using very similar strategy for the third one. And then after the third property, we refinance a big chunk of money out and we were able to purchase our per the primary home that we're living in right now. Wow. So that's a big um, achievement. Like you've done a lot. And it's not, 2017 is not that long ago. It's only six years. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, we went through a lot. <laughs> so how many properties do, you, properties do you have now in total? So we have 11 doors. So okay. Okay. Yeah. And we also, so after we bought our primary loan, we've got a cottage right on uh, Lake Erie. So we are also doing a little bit uh, short-term rental as well. Oh, sorry. And I have to backwards a little bit. And the third, uh, the fourth property that we have, it was actually a infill uh, land. So we had a small piece of land and we developed the property. We designed and built the property ourselves. Okay. So let me get this straight. In 2017, 2017, you started, you took a Ridge Dad Poor Dad course and you took some other courses. Then you bought your, invested in your multifamily. Then you did a burr and you've bought these other properties. You bought a cottage and you've done, like, you basically gone into development. So, wow. <laughs> I know. What do you do in your spare time? I know you just have a new baby too, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Life has always been busy with me. <laughs> so it's like there's, yeah, it's, that's a full and busy life. Now, you are also a financial planner. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. 
So how does this all fit together? Because financial planning, the mortgage, sorry, the real estate business, how do you make it all fit together? Well, it's like Steve Jobs that you can't see all the dots going forward, but when you look back, you can connect all the dots. And that's how I feel with my life. So I, I was an accountant. I work as a like nine to five doing accounting work. And then after I started reaching that course, <clears throat> it opened my vision and I realized that um, there's so much things that I learned through the, uh, the course of investment. I can, I, I, I can apply my like tax background and I, because all the refinance, all the financing situation that I had to deal with, I learned a tons of mortgage strategies. And then I'm always a big fan of like investment and stuff. So I learned all these things uh, on the side. So now I work as a financial planner and I'm going, uh, and I'm able to piece together all these different uh, buckets of my experience all together. And uh, I'm able to uh, do like a holistic financial planning different, which is very different from all the other financial planners on the market or heavily just investing in stocks or mutual funds. I'm a real estate investor, investor myself. So I do see the value and I'm also the benefits of the uh, real estate investor uh, investing. So I want my clients to be able to see that benefit as well. So in my service to my clients, I always want my clients to be, to have at least another rental property. I try to let my clients understand the importance of a real estate investing and want to put that as part of their asset allocation in their overall portfolio. That's pretty, that's quite in depth and multi-layered, which is fabulous for all of your clients as well as for yourself and utilizing what you've learned. But one of the terms that you used is, if you wouldn't mind expanding on it a little bit, is holistic. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Holistic is more like a comprehensive, like all around planning. And I actually had a financial planner many years ago after I graduated from my university. I, I talked to a financial planner to, to ask him to help me map out my investment stuff. And I find out that the most of financial planners on the market are, they don't really have the best interest for the clients because they, they want to sell the mutual funds and stocks to their clients. And that's how they make a commission from that. And that's what my uh, financial planner back years back then, what he well, helped me as well. So now I feel like in order to provide the best interest for the clients and act ha uh, and have the fiduciary, fiduciary for my clients, I like to give them a more round uh, overall opinion. So I charge a flat fee instead of making commission from those mutual funds. So I, I offer them a flat fee, help them to map out uh, what they can do with their investment. And of course, I will consider uh, taking into account the real estate part as well in their uh, whole portfolios, whole portfolio. So that's really, that's really helpful because I, I do know, I've worked with different financial planners too, and I understand the difference between a flat fee and, and someone who's commission-based. And you're right, it's, you can offer maybe more or because you have the experience in the real estate world yourself, makes a huge difference to your clients, I imagine. Of course. It always does when the person you're dealing with, the professional you're dealing with, actually has experience in the very thing that you, know, you want to work in because that's what we all like, right? That's what we say with, if you, when you build your real estate power team, make sure that the people you work with actually have been real estate investors. 
Because exactly. yeah. you can't just learn from a book. You really have to live it <laughs> and go through the pain and the challenges sometimes. And speaking of challenges, I know that nothing, I mean, it sounds like a great story and it is a great story. However, there are always challenges, right? I don't care what you do, where you do it, with whom you do it. There are always challenges. So can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you've gone through in terms of building your real estate portfolio? Oh, yes. Yeah. There are a lot of challenges I went through. I'm not going to sugarcoating the whole process. I know the real estate brought a lot of wealth uh, to me, but also I have to dealt with a lot of challenges. One thing that first came to my mind was I remember this tenant. So actually we had a garage separately. We rent out the garage for a guy to put his tools and this guy stopped paying rent for two months. And that was November and December. And in the following year, it was January 1st, and we realized we got to do something to, you know, to give him a notice and evict him. So we went down to that property. It was, I remember it was January 1st, New Year. We wanted to we put a notice on his door, on his garage door. And I realized he changed the lock. He switched the lock himself on the garage door, so we couldn't even open it. So that was a big shock uh, to me back then. Um, but thanks to the paralegal, we were managed to evict him in the end. Um, but that was a, quite a journey, and I was really shocked. And another thing I remember, it was uh, a burst pipe. So that was the four plaques we bought. We didn't know much about the plumbings and, and heating system back then. So in the middle of the winter, the, one of the tenants called saying that the dryer and the washer was not working, and they noticed there was a piece of ice on the floor. So. We didn't know what to do and we were really stressed. And yeah, we had to went down to that property ourselves, try to solve our, to try to solve the problem ourselves, but then realized we were not the professionals. We're we're not the plumbers. So that's where we learned we gotta call the professional. We have to have a power team to service to to help us serve the the property when it comes to a problem. So now we have a list of other professionals that work with us. If there's a plumbing issue again we just call the plumber instead of we going down to that property so it's through the lesson that we slowly learn and build our experience and also build our power team as well well i can go on and on actually about all the challenges i went on and especially the development there was a, a huge challenge that we took on but looking back i actually um, feel very grateful to this journey that i am i'm on um, I, I feel like I'm through the real estate, I've become a totally better person myself. I'm a lot more confident. Uh, I'm a lot more confident person compared to who I was. And my world just expand exponentially. I start to realize how the world is, uh, working. I, I, now I know a lot more about the, the, the finance sector, the mortgage sector, the lending and how the money works in this society. And I also learned like the rules is actually a people business. And because of that, that forced me to do a lot of personal development. Um, I took a lot more courses about personal developing, how to, how to better manage my time, how to have better attitude. And then that whole opened a whole new world to me too. So, and I learned, I, I met a lot of great people during this journey too. And just you two ladies, I met you two during the Ride Club event. 
So yeah, I'm very grateful for this journey that I'm on. I think it it means uh, a lot. Well, I mean, to me personally, to hear that, thank you. It because you know what? I think you're right. And no, I don't think I know you're right. When you expand on parts of your life, not just the business side, but but the other, like the personal side, it really does make a difference. And it, it just impacts everything, doesn't it? Because as you grow here, you grow there. And if you grow there, you grow over here. And it's like you said, your world just expands. Exactly. Yeah. And you get so much more. The more you give, the more you learn. It's like you get back exponentially. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So how with your baby now and what are you doing? Because you know, and a newborn, that's a lot of work. Uh, a little boy or a little girl? Oh, a little boy. Okay. So how are you managing all this? What are you doing? What are you working on now? So I'm quite busy with my newborn boy. I'm very happy and over the roof being a mom. The little one just brings so much joy to my life. And he's just so cute. I wish I can show a picture here. Yeah, so I'm taking a little bit time off, just spend time with my uh, newborn. Uh, and and then next thing I'm planning for the next stage of my life is I want to switch lane a little bit for my real estate investment. I was just focused on uh, the re- the residential property, the the short term rentals. So now I'm looking to maybe uh, switch lane to a more commercial side of uh, the investment. So that's another chapter for me to explore. And I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot of uh, things through the journey too. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. And also, I also have my financial planning business on the site. And that still keeps me very busy too. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing nowadays. Are you, when you say commercial, are you thinking of like the Toronto, the GTA area? Or are you doing sort of Niagara? Because you said you have your properties down in the Niagara area. And I guess it's a two-part question. If you're doing that, where would you continue to to do both like commercial and uh, residential at the same time? Yeah. I think I'm going to pause the residential for a little bit just because my time and efforts is quite limited. I kind of reached to a point that I can't manage, like for now I manage all the property myself. I feel like I reached a point that I can take on more properties. Uh, in order to do that, I either hire out a property management team or I go I switch link to uh, commercial and for commercial and to answer your, the other question that you have, I'm more prefer, I still prefer Niagara region a lot more than the Toronto area. So I'm looking to like maybe like a bigger multifamily or, or plaza. So with that, I will have a management team on site to uh, manage the the property itself. So I can be a lot more hands-off with the day-to-day operation side. Yeah, actually, that was going to be one of my questions because commercial covers a lot of different types of real estate, right? It's anything over five or six uh, residential units. It's it's plazas, it's industry, light industry, whatever, you know, whatever you think. I mean, commercial covers a lot of territory. Right. So if you're thinking of of plazas or larger multi-unit, well, when we say larger larger multi-unit, what are you thinking? 10, 12, 24? Maybe 12 units plus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know what it's like down in Niagara in terms of finding those buildings. But, you know, as a number of guests have said on our podcast before, there's always something out there if you start looking for it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And just to add on that, I recently just took a course for the uh, mobile home park. And I find that's a quite interesting topic as well. And there aren't many people involved in this type of investment. Yeah. That's a, that I'm, I'm willing to learn and I'm open to different ideas. Wow. Mobile parks. Yeah. That's uh, actually an area I don't think we've even ever talked about, have we, Catherine? Because it's, we've talked about on our podcast, you know, the RV parks, but mobile parks are totally different animal because you're, you're buying the land and then you're leasing out, I guess, the land that people put their, their trailers on. How, you know, and some of them are, some of these parks are beautiful. So yeah, that's really an interesting venue or, or an interesting way to look at things and to go. So, hey, maybe you can keep it, you can keep us abreast and let us know what happens in that journey because that's a really cool uh, thing to, to look into. Of course, yeah. Of course, I would like to share that information to you. Because I think a lot of people would be interested too because there are a lot of mobile parks around, like a lot. Yep. All right. Okay, Catherine, I think it is time for the lightning round. So, Lichi, these are not hard questions. You, you've listened to the podcast. You know we're going to ask you four questions. Catherine and I are going to uh, bounce, sorry, trade back and forth. So Catherine's going to start and you just answer with the, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. Are you sure. ready? This week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com, or by email, daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com, or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. Yeah, this has been really interesting. Thanks so much for joining us today, Lichi. So with all of you, you've got quite the uh, extensive background. So what is the best advice you've ever received from another investor? Or at a networking event. I, okay. I would say that the saying fortune favors the bold. That's the advice I took from other investors. And I have that actually putting a frame hanging in my uh, living room. So every time when I make a decision in terms of investment or personal choice, uh, I always look at that frame fortune favors the bold to remind me oh actually on my ipad pencil i also put it here fortune favors the bold yeah just to remind me that don't always stick with your comfort zone expand a little bit if you're not sure which road to go down to take the one that you think it's a challenge a little bit and that's where the fortune is going to favor you down the road I, you know, I really like that. And I think it also ties in very much with the, you know, the saying that, oh, well, people often, I hear people say, well, you're so lucky. Well, no, luck isn't about being just lucky. Luck is being paying attention, doing what you've got to do and opening your eyes up to all the opportunities that are out there, right? So fortune favors the bold and lucky people are those who pay attention and go ahead and do it even whether even if they're scared, right? Maybe even especially because they're a little bit scared. 
<laughs> That's right. Yes. All right. So question number two. What do you think is the one attribute that you have has made you most successful? You know, what kind of what personality trait do you think has made you successful? I would say uh, persistent, being persistent. Yeah, like looking back a lot of times, I, I feel very frustrated. Like, for example, I couldn't get finance. I couldn't get the proper trades to solve the problem. But I just have this, well, persistent, like this burning desire. Like I have to get it done. And I, I had this faith in myself that I can get it done. And I remember still today, like, I wasn't be able to get the finance for the infield development. I worked with the, the credit union for like three months, close to four months. And the, in the end, they're like, oh, we're at the end of the road, couldn't finance you the property. And I'm like, no way. I, I, I know that I can do this. And I think I was very close. So I persist again. And I said, okay, talk, talk to your underwriter, what else they need. I can provide you more information if you want. So I really persist on that. And in the end, I did get the finance from the same lender. You know, I, 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 to my surprise, they just asked for a few more like, uh, bank accounts or whatever documents. And I, off, I provided to them and they, they financed me in the end. So a lot of times, yeah, it's my persistency. Just keep going. And I feel like when I so firm on doing something, the universe also kind of helping me as well like the people around me and trying to help me so that's the character i i feel like it's helping me to get where i am now that's a that's a really strong characteristic so and good for you now <laughs> if you could go back a few years and if you could tell your 18 year old self something what would that be <laughs> oh and i for 18 years old okay other than buying Bitcoin, okay, buy more property, of course. <laughs> uh, but more serious, I would like to tell my 18 years old self, maybe don't spend too much time in the library study. Uh, go social a little more. Hey, have more friends, you know, enjoy life a little more. I think that's the thing I would tell myself. I mean, that's a really good point. And which kind of leads me right into my next question is, what do you do for fun? Oh, I actually like, I love painting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like painting. I, I have a lot of uh, painting drawing gears at home. And that's the way that I de-stress myself. Um, it's three, four. I think there are four or five pictures hanging on my wall right now are, are painted by myself. So, yeah, that's my hobby. One of my hobbies. Do, do, you, do you do like landscapes or abstract or portraits or what, what do you do? Not extra, mostly are like sketches. Like okay. I, like for example, I have a, a plant, mon Monstera plants. So I just look at that, my Monstera. I took a picture and I just copied, like I copied down using like a color pencil. So I use color pencil to draw the Monstera plants. So it's like, it's not abstract. It's just like, a, how would I say this? It's just like a sketch. Okay. Well, it's cool. I mean, and it, you know, Hey, if it helps you de-stress and you're create, it's, it's part of being creative, right? And I would bet that because you're creative that way, it also helps you in other ways because I don't care what you're doing, like financing or especially in real estate investing, you've got to be creative. <laughs> like one way or another, you have got to be creative. That's right. Yeah. So, Lichi, thank you so very much. We really have had fun talking to you. How can people reach you? 
if if they'd like to get in touch with you? Yeah, so I have my personal website. So it's lichiguo.com, L-I-C-H-E-N-G-U-O.com. So it's my first name and last name.com. All right. Thank you. We really look forward to seeing what happens in the next few years because it sounds like you're just, your life is exploding with good things. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And thank you to all the uh, social support that you're offering here. All right. Thanks. Bye for now, Lichi. Okay. Goodbye. Well, that was quite the story. I love how Lichi has taken her financial planning and accounting background and been able to incorporate it into a holistic style of financial of financial planning and to be able to get the best for her clients as well as herself through her experience. She has just, it was a delight to, to have spoken with her today. Yeah. And it's not like she isn't juggling anything else, like being a new mom and, and all those things, because that takes up a lot of, lot of energy and, and time and effort. So uh, she's doing a great job. And I hope uh, that uh, people listening have enjoyed the interview as as much as as we did uh, talking with her. Anyway, Catherine, that's it for this episode. But before we go, um, just want everyone to go on over to therightclub.com. There's hundreds and hundreds of hours of content there for you. Listen to our podcast, look, watch the videos. And with that, we'll say customize your life because that's what investing in real estate is all about. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.